So today I'm going to talk about the volatility index of the S&P 500 and why this is such an essential tool to building your framework for entering a position and exiting a position and how to position for a long-term perspective. So I've been asked a lot about what is volatility? Uh, how does it happen? How does it manifest? How do they measure it? And I think it's easier to understand when you relate it to something you may have experienced it. So have you ever been nervous or had an anxiety attack or been exercising and gotten your, you know, your pulse rate up over a hundred or like my doctor said, 30 minutes over 130, between 130 and 140 is going to be great for your health. What volatility is, is something similar to all of that. There are good ranges for volatility. There are ranges where, well, it's not so good, meaning you can basically, you're in that state of high anxiety, um, but isn't really pushing you through the, the roof. And then there's volatility where really bad things really happen. So what does the VIX represent? It represents volatility. It represents those spikes in active trading or the declines of lack of liquidity. The VIX is really a powerful tool most people don't even pay attention to it. They base their decisions off fundamentals or what if kind of situations. And recently I've heard, seen a lot of videos about buying certain companies or uh, certain sectors, and they're not looking at the basic volatility that is involved in those positions. Now, I take a different approach to investing. I really don't care what the company does. What I care about is the numbers, the math behind it. What's the trend? What's the 90 period trend? What is the uh, long, uh, long term trend, the three year trend? What is um, the short term trend? So three weeks or less. If those things are positive and moving in an upward manner, I then go scope out where the macro is, the bigger picture. What cycle are we in presently in the market? Volatility can tell us an enormous amount of when to be in entering a position or where to be exiting a position. And so I'm going to break down three indexes, the S&P 500, the NASDAQ uh, 100, and the uh, Russell 2000, and show you the different volatility indexes that relate to those indexes and how to read them so that you can better position your entries and exits out of stocks and bonds. All right, so the most famous volatility index out there is the VIX. The volatility index is what it stands for, and it represents the volatility of the S&P 500. Now that's the SPX um, symbol if you're looking for that, and there's an ETF out there uh, called SPY, which is the SPIES, and that is a ETF version of the S&P 500, which is why most people buy the S&P 500 through the index. But the VIX 
is correlated or correlated to the uh, SPX version of the S&P 500. So ranges. The VIX moves based on volatility of the S&P 500. There's great times to be in the VIX and there's not so great times to be in the VIX. When the VIX is below right around under 17, then it is typically a uptrending time to be in equities type of position, or in this case, the S&P 500. Now, I'm a big believer in trends. If it's uh, three weeks or less, that's a trade. Um, if it's three weeks or more, that's more of an intermediate trend. I'm looking for those 90 day plus upward trending markets. So stocks or bonds that are above its 90 day moving average is a intermediate upward trending market. Whereas if you look at where the SPY is now, we're below our 90 day period moving average and we're heading downward. You look at the short term below three weeks and the trend is down. This same principle applies to the uh, VIX. So right now, if you look at the last three weeks or so, the VIX has been moving up, which indicates it is a negative correlating uh, index to the SPY, or excuse me, the S&P 500, which tells me it's not time to be in equities. And if you've been paying any attention in the last three weeks, you know this for certain because the indexes, the equity markets, have all been going negative in anticipation of a Fed funds hike. Now, today being Wednesday, the Fed is going to speak, and we're going to find out how serious they are about raising interest rates four times. As I was coming over here, they were talking about on Bloomberg about their first move will be 50 basis points. That's an enormous move. So the VIX now is above that 17 mark. Between 17 and 29 is what they call the chop bucket. This is where you think the equity VIX is going to come down and equities are going to go higher and you buy in and you get your face ripped off or vice versa. This is where you have to be very in tune with your risk management strategy and how the markets and equity uh, liquidity is flowing within the equity markets versus, say, the bond market. So between seven, say 18 and 29, this is where your face gets ripped off. You buy a position, it looks great, and all of a sudden the market turns on you, VIX spikes, and you get knocked out of the game for a while. Now, that is where we are at today. Earlier in this week, we were over 30. And 30 to 40, those are crash markets. If you look at a VIX that is trending higher on a 30, uh, a 90 day or three week period, um, you're starting to see that VIX trend higher, which means over 30 and between 40, this is where the crashes happen. And once you spike over 40, well, go back and look at March of 2020. Go back and look at uh, uh, April or so of 2009. Go back and look at every crash that's happened in the last 30 years and look at where the VIX spiked to. And at that point, you know, at that top spike, and I believe the S&P uh, 500 or the VIX uh, uh, jumped to 86 or so uh, on the VIX in March of 2020, which was the top of the market. What is that telling me? It's telling me 
if that trend starts moving downward, then and it breaks that three-week period of time, so the trend is now down on the VIX, which is opposite of the S&P 500, that tells me it's a great time to enter this market, enter the S&P 500. The VXN represents the volatility of the NASDAQ 100. Below 25 is an investable environment, as long as your trends are positive and moving higher. The 26 to 33 is your chop bucket. This is where you get your face ripped off. This is where you think things are going the right way, and they don't, and they quickly move around. So this is an area where you become very cautious and you start implementing harder risk management strategies to protect your capital. Once you get over that 34 mark, you get into where markets start to crash. If you go back to 2020, the, or the VXN got up there around 34 at its peak. Now, if you had bought at 34 on the uh, VXN and you've held it to where we are today, you've done pretty well if you held outright just held the Qs. So you can go about investing into, say, the Qs or the SPIs by just following what the VIX is doing. Risk on, risk off. It's just following the volatility of these indexes. The other one I often look at is the Russell 2000 because it represents small cap companies, 2,000 of them to be specific, and that is the RVX, which it's, that's its volatility index. And like the triple Qs, it has those same similar ranges, 25 and below, and you're in an environment where it's an investable uh, market but you want to have a positive intermediate moving upward trend. Anything from say 26 to 33, you're in that chop bucket again and in 34 and above, which is where we're at today, you're in the crash zone where one uh, wrong word out of the Fed or on a news headline and liquidation across all institutions and uh, the R RVX spikes possibly also with the uh, VXN and the VIX. So far throughout this market downturn, we have seen the, the RVX, the triple Qs, or the uh, VXN, which is the triple Qs, be the leaders on the spike in volatility and the downward movement in the Qs and in the uh, uh, Russell 2000. The SPY just started that process. It is the last to the party. And this is where I believe, of course, a lot of 401k plans allocate, people allocate their money to the SPY, or excuse me, the S&P 500 index fund, because over the last 100 years, it's gone up. But what they didn't have, say, 60 years ago was quantum computing. You didn't have everybody and their brother being able to access a brokerage account. We don't live in the same world as we did then. And that is why this is so important that you understand volatility. If you like this video, please hit the subscribe button. My show is on Sundays. It goes up at three o'clock central uh, every Sunday. I try to hit upon stuff that educates you and gives you knowledge about a becoming a better investor. Go check out the different sectors and their volatility indexes. Just use that thing called Google. You'll find out everything you want to know. 
and you can also learn how volatility indexes correlate to their indexes and how to create a Excel uh, sheet that can tell you where these stocks and bonds are going. So in the future, please hit the subscribe, please leave your comments, and in the long run, I'll see you next Sunday. Hit the like button, of course, and live loud. Peace.